Welcome to A Cosmic Journey with The Notorious RBG RBG. Hey listeners, Pashupa here The Warrior One Podcast asks one question With many answers And that question is How do we best live this one brief magical life? I'm putting this short episode out there to keep you delighted and entertained with some deep thoughts to ponder while I finish editing episode two, which is the full-length middle chapter of the Kumbhaka trilogy. It's going to be a magical journey through Hindu goddess mythology, musical soundscapes, thought experiments on time. It features pre- and post-COVID interviews I did with Sanskrit and yoga philosophy teacher Manorma and includes her perspectives on the time she spent in the Kumbhaka. If you don't know what I'm talking about, make sure you check out episode one. And to get that along with the latest episodes as soon as they drop, make sure you subscribe to the Warrior One Podcast wherever you get your podcast or by visiting warrioronepodcast.com. Okay, so the next three minutes of audio are going to be a journey into the cosmos. So put on some good headphones or your best sound system. Close your eyes if you're not using them. And let this take you where it may. Before you know it, I will be back to explain what just happened. Here it is. We dedicate this episode to the notorious Abby G. No longer in the house, but maybe she's somewhere out there spinning around and What goes around comes back around Gonna come back again as another warrior Fighting for the truth Maybe she'll come back Inside of me or you Manifest the feminine divine Warrior One Podcast is where we ask a question How we best gonna live this one brief magical life? How? How do we walk in the footsteps of the RBGs of the world? Gotta Gotta get get some smaller shoes So that our children's 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 children children can have a paradise Like little Russian nesting dolls Oh, mama Just tell me where's this river going? Seems we've been cast into a realm that's balanced on the head of a pin, where oh, darkness shit. is always about to swallow us, and then light somehow, somehow it wins, and she's that veil that conceals from us the unfathomable beauty of her own ultimate reality. And so we try to measure her with metaphors and maths and symbols and science. She blinded me, but underneath it all, she's just dancing. Undulating. Undulating. Wow. unknowable and vast and she hides from us 
The knowledge that she is what can't be known. She can't, she can't be known. And some even claim <laughs> to have found her. They say, they say they they found, found her. her. <laughs> well, the best we can do is the best we can do is just to find our yeah, way. Yeah, find your way home. Yeah, the, the best, best we can do is just, just to find our way, way home. Yahweh, Yahweh. The best we can do is walk each other home. Let's walk each other home. Let's walk me The recent passing of Ruth Bader Ginsburg happened. As I was reading commentary on a Hindu spiritual text called the Devi Mahatmya, which is an ancient hymn to the goddess. Hinduism comes in many varieties, mostly with male deities running the show. But there's a sect of Hinduism called Shaktism, where metaphysical reality is metaphorically a woman, and Shakti is regarded as the supreme godhead. The divine feminine is both ultimate reality and the veil of illusion, that hides that reality from us. I see in Ruth Bader Ginsburg a warrior who used the power of feminine divine to reveal and change flaws in our legal system. In arguing cases where men were the victims of discrimination, she cleverly revealed how gender equality benefits men as well as women. She removed the veil. In Hindu mythology, the goddess is seen battling with Ashuras, beings that are akin to demons in Western mythology. As she battles them, she's depicted as beautiful, violent, motherly, and fierce. She destroys their bodies and weapons with physical violence, but her mind remains serene, and so serenity is the backdrop of wise action. As archetypes assure as represent our mental afflictions, individually, culturally, and societally, They're created by our misperception of reality, and they bring about great suffering. The goddess is seen as a universal cosmic energy within each of us, a light that we can nourish, or we can try to ignore. Our president seems to me to be like one of the antagonists in this goddess mythology. He's intoxicated with his own image, doesn't realize his own perceptions are flawed, He wins small battles against gods, and then he becomes arrogant and underestimates the goddess. At a rushed event to thrust his nominee into the void left by RBG, against the consent of the people, he gathers his followers and enablers. Believing themselves to be above the laws of mortals, they take off their masks and inhale the pandemic, which she is holding in one of her many hands. She is spirit, but she is also science. So way back when I was a tween, which some might say is a taint between childhood and adolescence, I went to see a movie called The Late Great Planet Earth. It was an exuberant work of Christian propaganda based around the biblical book of Revelations. It didn't make me a believer, but The characters in the doomsday scenarios were really fun to think about with my tweeny little mind. You know, most modern Christianity is not my cup of ayahuasca, but one of the prophecies presented in the film has stuck with me, 
And that comes from the book of Revelations, chapter 13. <laughs> and it concerns a false leader with a blasphemous name, speaking in blasphemies, rising from the sea to deceive the masses. Uh, so verse 3 says this. And I saw one of his heads as if it had been slain, and his fatal wound was healed. And the whole earth was amazed and followed after the beast. So one of my current thought experiments is, what if the president almost dies from COVID and then miraculously recovers? My mother and her friends believe that he's a gift from God already. And they live in a world where that is possible. A miraculous healing event would just send them over the edge. I don't know if they could handle it. And they see this different world from what I do, but who's wrong and who's right? The power of Maya's veil is strong, and accordingly, we are all deceived to some extent by everything we see. And so the blasphemous beast saith, fake news! And he's such a magnificent liar that we all begin to cast doubts everywhere as if they are shadows. How do we know the truth? In the Christian apocalyptical myth of revelations, the beast rises from the sea. Formlessness becomes form. In Shakti mythology, all form emanates from the ultimate reality of the goddess. She is the vast ocean. Space and time are the fabric of her illusion, and the beast rises from her, and it is she who destroys him. She is at play in the universe that she projects out of her own being, and we are her many eyes. So now we see Justice Ginsburg becoming part of our mythology. Over time, with patience and persistence, RBG changed the world for the better. Her powerful dissents on the Supreme Court will outlast the flawed majority decisions they critique, and her actions are rippling through the fabric of space-time. She is the old. We can carry her warrior spirit with us like we carry the spirit of Harriet Tubman or Rosa Parks or of our own mothers. And we can meditate on their strength, courage, wisdom, and compassion and be inspired to kindle it in our own lives. We can join together so our strength multiplies. We can peel the layers of illusion away and reveal our beautiful warrior's heart beneath. So fight for this beautiful earth, my friends. Fight for the less fortunate. This is the moment. Let's walk each other home. And that's how we're going to best live this one brief magical life. Because the Warrior One podcast is a labor of love created with original music and storytelling and made with devotion to the craft, these episodes take some time to complete. Going forward, I'm going to offer little snack-sized audio journeys like this one between the main episodes to keep you entertained and inspired. The mission of the Warrior One podcast is to answer the question, how do we best live this one brief magical life? Studying the life of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, we have one answer. The one thing you don't do is, is, is react in anger or annoyance. A sense of humor helps enormously. So, for example, I was arguing a case, it was a gender discrimination case, and one of the judges asked me a question. He said, well, I thought women have an equal chance today. Why, even in the military, they do. So I answered, Your Honor, 
the Air Force still doesn't give flight training to women. He responded, Oh, my dear, don't tell me that. Women have been in the air forever. I know from experience with my own wife and daughter. So what does one do? You don't say, you sexist pig. (laughs) You say, yes, Your Honor, and I know many men who don't have their feet planted firmly on the ground, and then you race ahead with your argument. (laughs) Make sure you subscribe with your favorite podcast app or by visiting warriorwonepodcast.com. I'll be back soon with episode two of the Kumbhaka trilogy and more madness. Bye!